Fulfillment shows up after a solution is earned. Anything worth having first requires both effort and sacrifice. No matter who you are or what you do, whether you're a single mom or a CEO, the common denominator is this, that we all have a seven-day hustle. They don't all look the same, but they're there regardless of our situation. Here's the thing. Struggle shouldn't always produce more struggle. If done right, it should result in a dance. What we do throughout these seven days reflects directly on our progress forward. Hey there, Blacktop Banner fans. This is Hayden. I am the co-founder of Spot On Sight, a mobile app that's going to help you guys scope jobs faster, win more work, and communicate seamlessly with your customers and with your team. Uh, we're asphalt contractors ourselves. We run an asphalt paving company based out of Denver, Colorado. So we built this mobile app to help you guys out to ensure that you guys are no longer losing work because of poor proposal presentation and you're no longer losing money because of inefficiencies and punch list items and all the headaches that we go through as contractors. So check us out. We have a free 14-day trial on spotonsiteapp.com. You guys can try it out, and we'd love for you guys to get started. We know this is a game-changing app that will help you measure and mark your locations and your parking lots, document using time-stamped photos, videos, and comments, and send professional-looking reports to your customers. Check us out, spotonsiteapp.com. What's going on, guys? Violation Seven Day Hustle. Uh, hello to all the Blacktop Banner listeners and fans. We appreciate that you are listening, tuning in, um, and always hope that we can definitely offer some information, some insights, some growth, some knowledge, some new stuff, everything like that. Um, hey, something I want to talk about today is is it's come up in my life personally and recently, kind of an as an overall perspective. And once you realize this, then it can kind of change the framework of how you think about things, view people, how you approach certain situations, um, and that's expectations. So specifically expectations towards other people. Um, what ends up happening, and this is, I think, how we generally operate without even knowing it, is we approach other people with an expectation that we have towards them of how we want them to be and how we want them to act. And so when they don't meet that expectation, that turns into frustration, right? Um, what that looks like is in the form of, let's say a coworker um, or a mentor or something like that. And we've got this predetermined thought in our mind of, I want this person to be a certain way. I want them to act this way. I want them to work this way. I want them to communicate with me in such a way that is agreeable to me and that I can approve because that would make me feel happy or I would get out of this interaction in this relationship what I would want. Well, what happens when that's not the case, right? Is that when that person doesn't meet our expectation of them, we become frustrated. We now feel like that person's value in our lives is less. Um, that's not true. And what I want to point out is this, is it's not that they need to make the adjustment. It's more so that 
you need to make the adjustment. Because the reality is, if I have an expectation of somebody else that they're not meeting, I'm the only one that's fooled here because I'm expecting something other than them, something different out of them that they're not, right? So within this, if you set, if you're in a position of leadership and you set a standard, right? This is what I expect out of you and you make that known. This is a standard that we operate. This is a standard that I need you to operate in. This is how I need you to perform. You let the person know that you set the expectation, right? And if they're not willing to, and they can't uphold that, then who's really to blame for this interaction? Is it them or you? If they know clearly what they're supposed to do and how you feel that this should go, then it's up to them on whether or not they want to meet that standard or not. Now, the expectation, um, let's say in a leadership employee relationship, maybe the employee doesn't have the knowledge needed to execute what you want them to do. Maybe the employee doesn't have the knowledge needed to execute what you want them to do because you haven't taught them properly or you haven't explained yourself in such a way that they hear you, they understand, and they're willing to execute, willing and able to execute, okay? If I bring on a new guy and I expect them to be a certain way, and I've got really high hopes for this person, I want them to act this way. I wish that they will be and be this person and perform X, Y, and Z way. Well, if they're not, then I have two choices that I can that I can make at that point in time. I can choose to become frustrated that they're not how I want them to be, or I can accept that this is the way that they are. Okay? accepting that this is just the way that this person is adjust my framework of expectation of that person to something that's not realistic back into reality of this is just how they are so now my expectation matches what they're going to produce now if i want them to grow in any certain way i need to change the expectation in their mind of what where you're at now to where I'd like you to be. That's communication, right? Um, but there's a there's still a certain level of understanding here that should be had in that maybe the person will never be what I want them to be. The expectation that I have of them still needs to stay at whatever they're able to produce, okay? I can give somebody an opportunity to grow. I can give somebody an opportunity to learn. I can give somebody an opportunity to morph and evolve. Um, but still, I can't have my expectation of them beyond the reality of where they're at. Once I'm able to accept the reality of where they're at at this point in time, my expectation of them becomes accurate because I'm not going to expect them to do, be, say, act how they're not when, and this, this comes from even personal relationships. Like if you expect somebody to be a certain way, my expectation of you is that I would like you to be a certain way. And then I'm going to get frustrated when you're not, 
you know, oh, they didn't, they, they don't communicate very well, or they were rude, or they didn't think of me, or whatever it may be. Well, if that's just how the person is, then change your expectation of them so you know what's going to happen. And that way, for one, you don't feel out of control over the situation. For two, you don't have to figure out what you're going to do with your emotions when this isn't how you would like it to be ideally. And three, you know already, like, what's going to happen? You know, you can plan accordingly. And so when you're able to do that, what, what this allows you to do is it allows you to communicate effectively and truly gain the most out of that relationship. You know, because what you're going to do at that point in time is you're going to feed into and pull out of the reality of the expectations of what this person can actually produce and what they do do and where they do actually perform. And you're not going to try and expect them to do something they're not or be somebody they're not. Okay. Um, this is an extremely powerful concept because you're able to meet people where they are and then coach them further ahead. You know, part of coaching them further ahead is learning how they communicate, how where, how somebody's feelings work. You know what I mean? Like, what do you feel? Um, am I going to offend you if I coach you in a certain way? If I try to give you guidance? Um, am I going to offend you if I point something out? Like, I'm not trying to be offensive. If you get offended by that, I have two choices at that point in time. Um, my expectation is going to determine that. Well, they just naturally are going to get offended. I can't then get pushed out of shape when that happens because my expectation of them was accurate with what was produced. You know, and so this is going to be a little bit of a, you know, maybe a rude awakening because that person might never be what you truly want them to be. But the acceptance of that allows you to pull out of them where they're actually going to shine and truly benefit from that. But it also allows you to not to stop kind of beating a dead horse. You know, um, it removes the frustration. It allows you to see people more clearly for who they are and where they're at, um, which honestly is is going to be a good thing in many cases because you can see all right well this is where i can work this is where i can exist this is what i can expect and really the benefit is for both parties at that point in time because now you can effectively have a transactional relationship i give you give i receive you receive like we have an interaction and a transaction in our relationship that is actually beneficial um, start thinking about that just kind of throughout the day in large settings and in small and in large interactions and in brief interactions. You know, when you walk into a gas station, I expect this person to say hi to me. I expect this person to have a good attitude. I expect this person to say thank you. I expect this person to, you know, give me my change back in a certain way. I expect this person to be a certain way because that's how I would be. And that's how I would want them to be in this interaction for me. If you walk into any given scenario with no expectation and then adjust your expectation based on what you receive, you're now going to have an accurate reality of the situation. 
Okay. Which then in turn, this is so important of why first impressions are important. This is why first impressions matter because if somebody has zero expectation of you, first of all, if they have an expectation of you, of how they want you to be, and it's not accurate to, to what they're thinking, um, they're kind of setting themselves up for failure at that point in time because you're just being you. But if you interact with somebody new and they have zero expectation of you, you have the ability to set the expectation to that person from day one. They know nothing about you. They've never talked to you before. They've never interacted with you before. Their expectation really is zero. So... This explains why first impressions are so important and so impactful is because you set the standard of how people view you, right? If you lie to the person, then their expectations of you is going to be that of a liar. If you're obnoxious, then that person's expectation of you is going to be obnoxious. If you're kind, that person's expectation of you is going to be that you're a kind individual. If you're funny, that person's expectation of you is going to be that you have a sense of humor. You're funny. You like you're personable. There's so there's lots of things that go into this. This is really going to help when you start to interact with people that you're leading. Um, I think this is also going to help in personal relationships with kids, girlfriends, spouses, siblings, parents anything. If I adjust my expectation of this person to where they're at, this is going to help both of us. I can accurately communicate with you. I can effectively communicate with you. I know more about you than I did before because I'm not trying to get you to fit into the framework that I have about you inside my head that you know nothing about. So it's been very beneficial for me. Um, it's truly allowed me to honestly gain and glean um, the most that I can out of the relationships that I have on any spectrum. Um, and also, it allows you to see people for who they are and where they're at. And if you're somebody that, that understands and lives by, you know, you're the average of the five people that you hang around, um, you're going to start to adjust those five people. You know, because if you really are a product of your environment and average of the five people that you hang around and your expectation is real, is real to the situation, you're going to be able to determine. You're going to be able to determine if this is the right fit for you or not. So this has helped me greatly. Um, I know it will help many other people. Um, I've I've kind of. I've had this conversation to people, um, about people, to myself, like this has been brought up quite a bit in the last little bit, and I hope that it helps you too. So thanks, guys. Love you. Love to hear from you. If you're listening to this, I know I've been on a little bit of a hiatus for, for a little bit. Um, season has really gotten busy and took me by surprise here, um, along with other elements in life. It just, you know, I'm not trying to, um, not trying to put this on the back burner by any means. Um, sometimes you push and pull harder in different directions um, based on the season, based on the timing, based on demands coming up. So, but this is something that's truly passionate that I'm truly passionate about and very close to my heart. And so um, I would love to hear 
any feedback that has to that you guys see from this and also you know what what you like to what you would like to hear what you would like to see um where is going to be most impactful for you with this going forward um so this is definitely going to be something that will ramp up in the winter when we're not in the middle of paving season. Um, but I am going to continue to do the best that I can to provide throughout the season as well. So thanks. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Peace.